You are traveling through another dimension. A dimension not only of sight, but of mind. A journey into a wondrous land whose boundaries are that of imagination. That's the signpost up ahead. Your next stop, the Tone Zone. Welcome to the Tone Zone. I'm your host, Anthony Mullen. And today, uh, we have another edition of our Star Wars retrospectives. Uh, we covered the original trilogy last week, so if you haven't checked that out, definitely check that out. Now, today, uh, this is a very special episode. I'm with Jimmy McLean. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm just happy to be on the podcast. And I'm with Ian Elson. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing well. I'm just, thanks for having me and very excited to be here. And we are uh, going to be covering uh, three movies very special to us. I think that's fair to say. I wouldn't call them special. <laughs> I don't like them. I just like to preface that now. I like them a lot. We are going to be talking about the Star Wars prequel trilogy. Uh, starting with uh, The Phantom Menace, going uh, into Attack of the Clones, and finishing with Revenge of the Sith. So... I want to first talk about comparing the prequels to the original trilogy. It's not close at all. Yeah. Would you agree? It's it's not good. It's very. It's very a runaway. Do you for, think the for which side? Wait, for which side? With the dove. <laughs> wrong. That's, That's just wrong. I mean, I think I think concept like conceptually the ideas in the prequels have a lot of good ideas. But oh my goodness, the execution is horrible. I love Revenge of the Sith, man. We'll get to the. I'm Revenge gonna. Of I'm gonna Sith. be honest. I'm pretty. I I believe that the prequels kind of just tried to copy the original trilogy, and it did not go well. Like Ewok, Jar Jar Binks, and their people, you know, whatever they're called, they're. It's supposed to be the same thing, but it's not. That's when you see the three Disney put out. It's the same thing, man. I. Mmm. Mmm. I wouldn't agree. Technically, I, I would. I would not. You're telling me that's well, not no, I'd say the four, I'd say the when we get to the Force Awakens, you know, later you're, you're jumping a little bit ahead right now. You're, when we get you're to the Force Awakens later, I completely agree with you on that. But I think the Last Jedi does really good stuff that's really different to most of the other movies. We'll get to that when we get to that. It's time for the Star Wars prequels. Um, Are you sure we can't just skip them? I I wish I wish we could, but I mean I I think it's fair to say that we all grew up on these movies. I I kind of grew up thinking they were kind of equal to the original trilogy. Oh, absolutely. I used to watch uh, Phantom Menace agree. and just oh, what a good movie this is. And watching it again, it is terrible. It's it's pretty bad. And like playing it on Lego Star Wars. Oh, yeah. Fun, very fun time. So, um, like, I, okay, so Ian and I really believe that it's a huge step down from the original trilogy in a lot of ways. And I think when we go into each movie in depth, uh, we're going to talk about why they fall so flat from the... Uh, three classics and uh, the two classics in Return of the Jedi, at least for me. But I, I think mean, I'd, I'd say they're all classics. Uh, I mean, it's, they're, yeah, they're, they're it's new Star ideas. Wars. They're all classics. All right, except for Attack of the Clones. Oh, so I, I, I going back to the ideas of the prequels. I think what George Lucas did when uh, thinking of this whole story, I think it's a really good idea about how the Republic can become that empire that how the empire can be formed from uh from i mean kind of real world world stuff through like the trade laws and everything it's very uh it's very reminiscent of the trade laws growing up you know it's just it went over my head i'm not I yeah, wasn't that yeah all that stuff definitely went over my head i just really wanted to see them fight each ago. other so <laughs> That that part bored me. You know, we didn't have to deal with that in the original trilogy, but we did have to deal with. And to be and to be fair to the prequels, I think there's been a lot of, there was a lot of fight scenes that are pretty iconic. I mean, it opens like, up with a fight scene, does yeah. it not? Mm-hmm. So negotiations were short. Yes, they were. Jimmy, do you have anything to say? I was just attracted by the bright colored swords, also known as lightsabers. <laughs> I'm sure it wasn't the characters that attracted you. I would, I would say no. None of these yeah. characters. I'd I say no besides who they were before I watched the first movie. So. I'd say uh, besides Except two characters, Obi-Wan. two characters in the the trilogy are compelling. Everyone else, very boring. And I think the I think the blueprint for these movies are there, but I feel like the problem was that George Lucas didn't. He had a bunch of yes men, and he didn't really was. He, he had too much control th- for the movies, so they felt 
muddled down and also you have like the jar jar binks obviously we'll which talk was a waste of a character we'll talk about Lord. that we'll talk about that with the phantom menace i have a hot take with jar jar binks i think He's i think jimmy Lord. does as well so so um i mean like i i know i've been talking this for for a while but the ideas for the prequels about how like even going to obi-wan and anakin about how they kind of um they grow up as kind of brothers they're friends but there's kind of a lingering thing in the back that you know well obviously you know that they're gonna turn on each other but also it's kind of like obi-wan didn't really want to train him at the end of phantom menace and it's the whole yeah i I agree with that i feel like if qui-gon was still around he would have trained anakin and you know things might have turned out a little bit differently yeah there's some really good stuff that there's good movies in all three of these films it's just the execution is so bad in each one. Well, they're good movies. If you take them away from the old trilogy and away from each other and just look at them as solo movies, they're entertaining. They do. They get the job done. That's you know, fair. It's like Suicide Squad. But when you Ooh. try to put it in as one whole thing, it is bad. I disagree with that. But Suicide I, Squad is a great movie. <sighs> I'm with Jimmy on this one. I don't know. I don't know. But, um... Yeah, I mean, I think uh, let's let's start with the Phantom Menace. Let's kind of go in depth from where the prequel started. Talk about uh, what we like in the movie. Talk about what we don't like. I personally think this is, I think it's by a slight edge the best prequel. I disagree. I highly disagree. I think I know. I mean, I think all these movies are pretty much bad, but I think the Phantom Menace gives you enough where it's kind of trashy fun. Oh yes, it is entertaining. It is not a good cinematic product, but it is just entertaining and it's a fun movie altogether. Yeah. If it wasn't for Gligon and Darth Maul's fight scene, it would be horrible. And that's why I have it number one. Because yeah, that is the Qui-Gon, Obi-Wan, Darth Maul fight is maybe a t- is probably a top three Star Wars fight. It is so good. Or it is good. definitely behind Anakin and Obi-Wan's fight in I would, episode three. I would disagree. Well, that's where you're wrong. I... Uh... I mean, obviously, there's a lot wrong with the Phantom Menace. There's, yeah, you have very stale, boring characters. You have a really boring plot with the trade. You, like, you don't go to a Star Wars movie uh, wanting to hear about trade disputes. You don't, but you do go to a Star Wars movie wanting to watch pod racing. So I, I honestly really like the pod racing scene. I, you know, if this if this was uh, Fast and Furious, I think they did a great job. But unfortunately, this is Star Wars, so there is no need for any racing. And again, I think I think the pod racing is something that kind of takes it above Revenge of the Sith for me. Why? Because it's, I mean, if you look at all three of these movies, they're all kind of saying uh, their way, trying to say their messages and s- tell their stories in the same way. And I'm not a fan of the way they tell it. So I'm just kind of looking at like what distracts me from the story and Revenge of the Sith is just one big climax. There's not a lot of story development. It's just a lot of uh, payoff or stuff. It's a lot like the end of the Harry Potter movies. Like the last one's just one big fight. But um, which, which I thoroughly enjoyed. So well, I <laughs> no, a very but good fight scene. It's completely different for me because I think I think that finishes off and it tells its story much better than these films well it's because this is the start of the story it's not the finish oh come on this is the, this is the start are you seriously gonna watch star wars one two three four five six no. you watch yeah you watch no, it no. four five I six one two three rogue one four five, oh, six. i very true I, very true i don't like rogue you one. you also have to put the solo movie somewhere in there yeah so and then obviously with like the mandalorian now well, I might talk about the Mandalorian at the end. Yeah, I don't know. I, I got stuff. A lot of good Star Wars that. stuff coming out recently. I forgot to include the Clone Wars TV series. I w- Ooh, now, now that is good. When I was that was good. Good prequel there. I wanted to bring this up when um when I'm talking about the ideas of the prequels and how they were muddled and uh, kind of lost in these movies. The idea, the potential of the prequels is fulfilled in the Clone Wars series. Oh, absolutely. It's so good. The Clone Wars, was it was long enough where you got to know the characters. You got to, like, I don't know, have a relation, relationship with them and yeah, whatnot. Yeah, and, You know, it just, it was good. And I'm glad they're bringing it back to finish off what they started. So I really think that the kind of story told in the prequels should have been in a TV show. 
because if you yeah, look at yeah, but back if, back when they were making the movies, nobody no, thought no. about making it like a TV show. No, I know, but like looking back at it, the kind of story, like if you look at Phantom Menace to Attack of the Clones, it's a ten year jump. Oh yeah, and then Attack of the Clones to Revenge of the Sith is maybe a five year jump. Yeah, it's well, it's maybe, have, maybe yeah, if you had a gradual a gradual TV show that was like six or seven seasons where you could build that up where it's a gradual fall of the Republic. I think that's going to be much better. And then you have the Clone Wars too. Yeah, I agree with that. To I supplement agree that. With that. Yeah. And that also like, sense. I, the movies were made before the Clone Wars TV show. Why didn't they show the Clone Wars? Why wasn't that a movie? That's just wasted opportunity. Well, I mean, obviously I mean, the second one was supposed to kind of be the, it was the start of it. Yeah. But like, I don't know. Yeah, I see what you're saying. There, a there's a big gap the between the clones and then the fall of the clones between two and three. And so that's what I'm saying is because they were in three two hour move two and a half hour movies, you had to jump the Clone Wars to get to that conclusion. You couldn't. I mean, I don't know why they didn't do four because Star Wars is based on trilogies and all that, but. You you could either have like four movies, one being the Clone Wars, and it's more you build up the relationship with Anakin and Obi Wan, so that payoff in Revenge of the Sith is better. It feels more like a betrayal. Yeah. When yeah. we've only known Anakin and Obi Wan, this Anakin and Obi Wan for one movie, Attack of the Clones, and it wasn't very compelling. So yeah, yeah. Going off going off that tangent, um, with the Phantom Menace, what do you think is the worst part of the Phantom Menace? Um, the underwater city, the Gungans, the Gungans, yes, yes. the under and that is a, a certain. Many people would say a certain Gungan is the worst part of any Star Wars movie. Our old friend Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> what, no. what do you think he is the worst part of this movie? No, no, I, you know, I actually quite enjoyed, not enjoyed. I didn't hate the fight between the Gungans and the droids. I thought cool. it was, yeah, I thought it was entertaining. So, and he played him massive role in that yeah i think i think the whole jar jar fight is kind of like the, the prequels especially phantom phantom menace uh it feels like it's pandering way down in age it feels like it's just being made for toys yeah especially like like darth yeah. maul he's really cool but you can tell he was just made to make an action figure yeah but obviously now them bringing darth maul back into it with I, solo and whatnot i don't like i didn't like there that. there might have been some underlying plans there they brought him back in the clone wars we'll yeah. him back in the clone wars as that, well so. that's very good i really like him in the clone so wars they, they might have had some underlying plans with darth maul there yeah but. now i i do think jar jar uh hinders the movie i think that george lucas had him in the movie for way too long he everything he does in that movie is him failing in something going right for him he's not really a character but i think the worst part of this movie is anakin skywalker the, you mean when he's like driving the pod i think like making it or just him overall i think any i think him i think he's the worst character in any of these movies throughout all three movies well, i he think he's the worst did destroy the droid ship. <laughs> that is true he did save yeah the and he's going yippee and <laughs> that's what i call pod racing it's and like there's stuff about it like i mean this is my favorite prequel but there's glaring problems i have with this film you have c-3po being built by anakin and it it's like stupidly it, convenient. It's it's full circle. It's the circle of life right there. Poetry it rhymes. Exactly. It's, I, uh, it's necessary. No, it's, it's not. It's, it's a staple. It makes the galaxy feel laughably small if the droid we were following with Luke was made by his father when we, there are so many planets that well, C-3PO could have come from. They did from. live on the same planet before, That's, you know, everything happened, so... I also have a problem with that, because... Uh, Why do you, how do you have a problem with that? Why do you I don't, have a problem with that? Because, um, story-wise, it's fine, but I feel like um, if you look at um, the vastness of Star Wars, how much potential there is, and you're just going back to Tatooine, it just feels like wasted potential to me. Yeah, but it was supposed to be like... And to be fair, Luke's the start was similar to Anakin's start, so yeah, that's, that's but... why he was back on Tatooine. And to be fair, uh, I think the prequels do a pretty good job introducing a lot of interesting new locations. We'll get to that when we talk about the trilogy as a whole. Uh, Kashyyyk, Kashyyyk, the Wookiees. Yes, Uda I com Pau. completely agree. What? Uda Pau. Yes, absolutely. You have Kamino in Attack of the Clones I quite like, especially that Lego Star Wars yeah. level. Mustafar. So... I, th I think I think we've said everything we can about uh, the Phantom Menace. I think it's for me. It's well, if you you had you read it, you rated it first. What do you rate it, Jim? Okay, out of the three, 
Second. I'm I'm also gonna go with second on that one. I just think I think the Darth Maul fight and the pod racing and Liam Neeson, uh, and it's not it doesn't feel as artificial as the other movies. It uh like if you look at Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith, you it, everything looks like it was on a green screen and it's so obvious. But um Well that was that was the technology back then. You know, they didn't they didn't have what we have today. Yeah. And also, again, to be fair to the prequels, I think they were technically uh, like based on like CGI and everything. They were revolutions. They helped pioneer modern filmmaking in the way of like uh, CGI. But it it definitely ages pretty yeah, poorly. But as most movies do. Yeah. Unless you're like one of the classics, you know? Yeah. John Wick. Yeah. Doesn't age. It's only been out for like five years. Yeah. Still an amazing movie. Okay. So I if if we're looking at our favorite absolute favorite parts of the Phantom Menace, I would have to say the Darth Maul Obi Wan. Yeah, I agree with that. I'd say that's Jimmy. Do you agree that that's our? Well, I do agree with that. My favorite part of that fight in particular is just when they stop. Like you know, like and the, he sits down the bar- and, the yes. barriers. It's just the tense the te- intensity with uh the intensity with uh obi-wan uh not being able to fight and you have qui-gon and darth maul going at it and it's just it's really good it's pure star wars and i feel like they put more effort into those fight scenes and it shows especially in the, F- the phantom menace over the story and oh it, yeah and I it agree. definitely I agree. hinders the film well, I, think it, I think it just makes the fight scenes so much better than the rest of the movies yeah uh, so we have a unanimous favorite. Maybe the movie seems so bad because the fight scenes are so good, and the rest of it's just kind of, eh. Yeah. That's that's definitely true. Big meh. Yeah. And speaking of meh, we we we're gonna talk about its sequel. Oh, uh, it's Attack not even, of the it's Clones. Not even meh. It's literally the worst thing. In many the many world. think it's the worst Star Wars movie. I would have to agree with them. I just. Mm. There's some decent I like I think this there's, has the worst ideas. Nothing good about this. There's literally no. not a single good thing about this movie except that it introduces the clones. That is the only good part of it. Actually this the movie. last like five minutes is amazing. On paper That's where it introduces the clones. Yeah, it's amazing. Yes, on, everything else is terrible. If you look at the ideas on paper, like I think Dooku's fun. I think I think they kinda wasted that potential. This whole trilogy is about wasted potential. But I think the whole uh, Obi-Wan going on an investigation. I think that's really fun in concept, but it really drops the ball. Like, uh, I, feel his like inter- I feel like the whole point of that was just to introduce Jenga Fett so yeah. that we can yep. get to Boba Fett later. Quick question. I, I just wanted to say that I love the um, spaceship battle between Obi-Wan and Jenga Fett in the asteroid belt. Absolutely agree. I, I think that's fun. Probably the yeah. second best part of the movie. Uh, yeah, it's because nothing else in the movie is good. Yeah, it's and, it's literally two hours of them sitting and talking about sand. Oh, I don't like sand. I don't like sand. Um, I think quick question before we go on more about the Attack of the Clones: Django Fett or Boba Fett? Boba. Django. Django Fett. Why? Boba Fett's not a character. Yeah, Boba Fett's. If you look at him, there's nothing behind him. At least that they don't show anything. But I mean, well, the the whole reason that. Jenga Fett's a thing is because Boba Fett was a thing. So if Boba Fett wasn't, a I thing, think Boba be Fett's no done point. better in the Clone Wars, but yeah, Jango Fett's more of a character. Like Boba Fett in the original trilogy is literally just a dude in a mask that looks cool to be an action figure. It's kind of like Darth Maul, but Darth Maul's cooler because he had a better fight, and uh, Boba Fett uh, went out like a chump in Return of the Jedi. This is true. Django Fett had a very had a very cool death. So yeah, what was I don't understand the difference between the two deaths. I think they were both equally. Oh, they were both you know both, pretty both, pathetic. Both but characters both ended really up equally pathetic. dead, so it doesn't really matter. Well, I well, think no, I, one fell into a starlight pit, and the other got his head cut off by Miss Windu. Miss yeah. Windu is at least respectable. Yeah, That's the true. other one and got like it shot down. Sits from, in the stand. Well, and just sits in the I think the entire I think movie. the Django one works better because it's towards the end of the movie, like Return of the Jedi. Yeah, uh, Jenga the, had no no reason to be there at the end of the movie except for them to kill oh, him. I absolutely agree. But so there 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 were no reason for him to even be there except for him to die. 
yeah, but you got to give Boba Fett that motivation. You got to have him hold on to the helmet with his father's head in it. But yes. yeah, I, I don't think either are a good uh, character. I think, well, I would say the Mandalorian in the new show is better, but he's not really a character yet. We're two episodes in, but yeah. So I'm going Django. Jimmy. Django. Boba. Un- wow. I'm more, I'm more of a green guy than okay, Lego, so. that's fair. Just not true. Yeah, I was more of a Django guy on Lego Star Wars, but I I, I didn't cheat. I didn't use jetpacks and whatnot, so I played the game how it was meant to be played. Okay, going back to the Attack of the Clones, I think there's two really um, there's two parts of the film that are really bad in my opinion. I feel like the Jedi as a whole. I feel like they have no character. Even though you hire even though you hire Samuel L. Jackson to be Mace Windu and he's fun cuz he's Samuel L. Jackson with a purple lightsaber, they're really wooden. They just show up. They're stoic. Uh you have Yoda CGI. It's got him yeah, being Yoda's amazing. For well, uh, I'd say Yoda's cool, but for Yoda being as strong and powerful and whatever he's supposed to be, he really doesn't show anything other than just sitting in a chair and being small. So. Yeah. Like for, the whole for the for the great character that the first trilogy made him out to be, and like this great wise leader and everything like that, he really didn't show any of that. Yeah. At least I didn't see. Besides, that. I mean, I'd probably say in part of that whole like uh, hate leads leads to anger, anger leads to fear speech. Besides that, he really doesn't do anything in these yeah. movies. Plus, he ends like zero and one in fighting. Does he not? He loses. Yeah. Yeah, so what does Yoda really do? What does he bring? Yeah. If you look at the entire Jedi Council, none of them are interesting, except in the Clone Wars. Both. Yeah, have true. you seen the... Um, there's two versions of the Clone Wars. You have the TV show. There is a DVD of like an animated Clone Wars shorts that I used to get at Blockbuster. I've seen those. What are what are and some of the stories on this? I they're like so, they're like five minutes. I feel like I might have seen some of these, well, but I don't one know. that I love. They do have the Battle of Coruscant. I mean, that, no, that's not this movie, but I just that's more stuff. But I just that is, is, it, is it does it look the same like, as not even no? Close. Hold on, is it like the old animation kind of stuff? Yes. I think I know what you're talking about. It is so good. It I think I know what you're talking really about. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I have seen that. Yeah, those are good. So yeah, good. Those are good, and it. I mean, that in the TV show, they develop all the Jedis, even like the ones that look really dumb, like Kit Fisto. You got uh, coolest Jedi out there, just to be clear. Did you, did you watch the water episodes of the Clone Wars where they like swam and stuff? That's true. And he fought yeah. under the water. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It was cool. The Clone Wars are the fulfillment of the prequels. The prequels kind of set up these characters, didn't do anything with them, but the Clone Wars, they really developed these characters, and it's just... Watching these prequels, it's just I would rather be watching the Clone Wars. I would just rather not watch them, except for maybe the third one. I yeah. find that one entertaining. Yeah. And going back to what I was saying about the the two bad things, you have the Jedi. I think they're really wooden, um, and they're bad at their jobs. They're very bad at they their jobs. They are not good. Yeah. And I think the Last Jedi does a really good job uh, saying that, which was like a first time for Star Wars mm-hmm. movies to say that openly. And the second thing is Anakin, obviously my least favorite character in these movies, and uh, Padme's relationship, horrible. You mean when they're just sitting and yeah. talking for and, half the movie? Yeah, and I, said, and I said when I covered the original trilogy, you look at Han and Leia's relationship in, uh, as it uh, grows in The Empire Strikes Back, they were under duress, they were being chased by the Empire, they kind of fell in love in the... Um, the driver's seat of the uh, Millennium Falcon under that uh, stress. And um, you look at Anakin and Padme, and it's literally just a forced relationship. <laughs> it's literally just a forced relationship, and they have to build the relationship because we know Luke and Leia have to be part of this story. So um, it's just building to something, and it's really unsus- unsatisfying. What's, what's the age gap between... Anakin oh my Padme. goodness! So in Phantom Menace, she's. Just, I'm just curious because I know there is one. I think I in the exactly. Phantom Menace, Padme was 15 and Anakin was eight. Mm, so and it's, it's weird. Horrible. At the end of Phantom Menace, Padme gives uh, Anakin this little <laughs> smile. And you it's... just said that's not horrible. That's seven years difference. That's that's a touchdown. Well, it's, in a, it's in a galaxy far, far away. That long is... time ago, <laughs> different a times. Long time, yeah, I guess. <laughs> 
Okay, I guess there's. So God, yeah, I feel. I think the relationship really doesn't work throughout the entire film. It's there's no tension to it. It just feels like we we have to get to this point, mm-hmm. and then it's, we obviously it's forced. it's forced. We obviously get that I hate sand moment. Oh, My favorite part of the entire I was film, say, probably the best part of the movie, is that I hate sand. Yeah, I'd say that, and the whole Anakin has the best worst lines in this film. The whole I slaughtered them like animals. Is this is this where he goes back to Tatooine and kills everybody? Yeah. 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 I completely forgot that happened in this movie. Not just the men, but the women and the children too. That shows his inner darkness. That it does, but No, like I said, the idea is there. The a good idea is there. Oh my goodness, it is done horribly. He's yeah, like it's bad. It's not <laughs> it's not good. Is is General Grievous introduced in this episode, or is that he's a uh, three? He's three. All right. So okay. They don't even get that. Looking which at is also a missed opportunity by them. Yeah. Because he's cool. Looking at Attack of the Clones as a whole, what would you say is your favorite part? I know it's going to be hard to find a favorite part. I don't have one. I absolutely <laughs> hate this movie. It is probably the worst thing I've ever seen. There, there is no good part about this movie. I already told you I'm a big fan of that space battle between Obi Wan and Jango. I would I would probably have to say um oh I would if I had to pick one like personally it would be Obi-Wan in that diner with uh Dexter Jexter that's talking about it's it's so it's so, so, it's so stupid yeah, and that's there's why no need for it at he's a all. greasy cook and it's just so funny you know what I should run I think my favorite part of this movie is the end where it goes to black and it starts playing the credits because it means it's over and we don't have to directed think about by it. George Lucas. Yes. That is the best part of this movie is just having his name at the end of it. There's yeah. nothing else good about this movie. Yeah, there's just I mean, looking back at these films, like I said, The Phantom Menace for me is my favorite one of these because it gives me a lot of stuff to distract me from the story. This one is literally just giving you the story and there's nothing else going on really. I would probably say the whole chase sequence towards the beginning with the cars um when they go down to the bar and obi-wan uh, when anakin's like jumping off the sh- yeah. yeah that's that's cool it's entertaining it's similar the whole to like assassin the pod race kind of dynamic where it's like oh let's add another car chase in here fast and furious kind of stuff but i really liked when they got down to the street level and they went into that uh bar and it was the you want death sticks i do not want death sticks you want to rethink your life that's probably the best joke in any of these movies like an yeah. unironic joke. Yeah. There's a lot of funny stuff in this movie. Especially I, I the third one. I enjoyed in the one. background how they had the robots playing football. I thought that was a nice nod. It's a... <laughs> that, that as well. That's hilarious. Yeah. Okay, what is your least favorite part of this movie? Everything. <laughs> Everything is bad. Just nothing goes on for the first three-fourths of the movie. I would say much. when the movie goes to a screeching halt when Anakin and Padme go back to Naboo. Yes. Yes, very, very, very the bad. The kiss, the kiss that haunts me, that garbage. No, it's, my my least favorite part might be when the like the little the little worm came into the oh, room. Oh, the assassin. He came in the room and then, oh, just oh. And looking at the story of Attack of the Clones, before we move on, I just wanted to. Oh, I really want to move I, on. I just want to make give me a headache. I just want to make this point. If you look at Attack of the Clones' story, there is one major thing that happens in this entire film that is important and it is that jar jar binks gives palpatine emergency uh like emergency power he's a sith lord he has the most consequential action in this entire film when does he do that remember in the council oh yes so at the end of phantom menace he becomes a general why did we make jar jar binks an important character for the rest of these movies he became a general at the end of one and george lucas thought people would like jar jar so now he was kind of backed in a corner. So he had him give um, Palpatine emergency power, making basically starting the Empire, basically. Which was, again, necessary to happen. So Yeah. So do you guys have anything else to say on Attack of the Clones? No, I want to stop talking about this movie and <laughs> how terrible it absolutely is. <laughs> I will never watch this movie again. Really? Ne- never. Really? I would rather watch, like, paint dry than watch this. If t- if it, if it comes on the television, I'm turning it off and I'm going somewhere else. I I don't think I could do that for a Star Wars movie, even though this is my least favorite Star Wars movie. Oh yeah, we got a vote. Least favorite for you, Jimmy. Yeah, yeah. probably the least favorite. Least favorite. No, it's unanimous. Okay, and 
this is the final movie of the trilogy, Revenge of the Sith. Um, kind of, it, it kind of feels like, oh, let's just get this over with for me. I will say the opening fight with Anakin and Obi-Wan, amazing. Very cool. This is where the fun begins. This is, it's yes. really good. It's a great scene. And it shows, it shows Anakin's power and what's going on behind him, behind the mask. <laughs> I would say the scene right after that is really fun with them fighting Dooku and Obi-Wan going like, um, Sith Lords are our speciality. It's just so much fun. And then I think before, before I finish with this scene, I just want to say, I think this, this is my favorite one to watch because it is so unironically, or it is so ironically funny because it, the dialogue is so dumb. Like, you have, in that same scene, you have um, Palpatine just going, do it, do it. And it's, it's, <laughs> it's such a joke. It's, like, you can tell Ian McDermott, who is Palpatine, he's having such a blast just being evil. S- say his name again. Ian McDermott. Oh, yeah, yes. okay. he's really good. I'm a big fan of him. <laughs> he's having such a fun time just being Palpatine, and I just love that. But Well, he's, he's getting into the role. He's enjoying himself. You know, it's not Yeah. Like... But even when you look at like the em- Emperor in uh Return of the Jedi, he's more serious. And I think that's what we're gonna get with Rise of Skywalker later this year. But he's you just mean ha- Palpatine's gonna be more serious, is that what you're saying? Yeah, I think he's gonna be more like Return of the Jedi. But he's just having so much fun in this movie. He's finally like evil, he's finally unhinged, and it's just fun to watch, even though it doesn't really work. Mm-hmm. Cause he's still trying to be like undercover and whatnot. Yeah. Jimmy, do you have anything to say about uh, kind of this opening of Revenge of the Sith? I think it's got a lot of action, which is obviously great in a Star Wars movie. But I just I think there's some parts that are kind of funny, and also that are just cool. Like I think the little part when R two kills those two super battle battle droids, oh. I thought that was hilarious. Especially the way they sound, they sound like it's instead <laughs> of the battle droids, they just all Roger, sound Roger. so stupid. Roger, Roger, all they Roger, say Roger. is Roger, Roger. And then um, the whole part where they're sliding down the elevator shaft, I thought that was pretty cool and exciting. Yeah, there's a lot of fun stuff in this movie, but I feel... Yeah. I, I it also introduces us to General Grievous, which in my opinion we're gonna, is one of the coolest characters. Honestly, one of my favorite parts of the entire trilogy. Yeah. Just because, not even because it's good, I think it's honestly bad, like, looking at it seriously. The, the thought of General Grievous is dumb it's 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 dumb but it's cool you know like the robot that gets his weapons from killing arms and whatnot i don't know why he's got a real heart but that it's just that that's just whatever but awesome like throughout these entire uh movies especially two and three for me just when it cuts to just obi-wan i feel like it's the quality just goes way up because so so do you believe that obi-wan is more of the main character in these oh I think he should have been going back, going back to with uh, Darth Maul. I feel like I don't want to like rewrite the trilogy, but I think the trilogy should have been more about Obi-Wan versus, I think they should have kept Darth Maul alive because obviously he was alive during the Clone Wars, but um, I think they should have kept him in these movies, kept him as kind of the Vader to um, Obi-Wan's Luke. And you play it like that because you're, so obsessed with this poetry rhyming stuff to the original trilogy i would have had it all about keep it from obi-wan's perspective because they kind of try to split it with him and anakin yeah and i'm so not i'm so not interested in anakin yeah i will say anakin in the clone wars is amazing yeah well very good wars altogether is very good and very entertaining so yeah i think i think obi-wan just like what i said with palpatine Ewan McGregor is having such a good time being Obi-Wan, and it shows especially in this movie, because he says some really ridiculous stuff. So, Jimmer, this is your favorite of the three, correct? Yes. Yeah. Why, why is that? I just, overall, I mean, I think it's the best movie. Um, where where, where would you not... rank this out of all the movies? Oh, that's good. Mm. Are you counting, like... Yeah, are we counting, like... like I'm, ca- I'm counting, I'm counting everything. Oh, man, yeah. yes. We're counting all of them. I mean, I'd say it's top three. Wow. Um, I... But so, as I was saying before, um, I just... Before he was really interrupted. <laughs> I, think it, I just think it's a good movie all around. I don't really think there's a whole lot of dull moments. 
that obviously the first and the second were just absolutely plagued with dumpster fires. I honestly couldn't agree. Uh, this is my second least favorite Star Wars movie. Ooh, that's hard to break. Down. I have the second prequels. I have the prequels all at the bottom. Well, yeah, it's well, okay to be wrong sometimes. I love. <laughs> I honestly love all these movies. I'll watch them. They're easy to watch for me, Absolutely. but it just. Uh, I will not watch number two. I can watch the other ones. I mean, it's got it's got anything with Obi Wan. I love Obi Wan's amazing in these. You know, honestly, I, I think that if they were after like releasing this last one that's coming out and everything, if they were to go back and say, hey. The first trilogy is horrible, and we're just gonna redo it and like make a new story and reshoot it and produce new new movies from it. I would be perfectly one hundred percent okay with that, and I'd be welcoming to the idea because of how much I feel like these three let down the Star Wars franchise. Honestly, I would, I disagree with that because I would just leave them as be and just take what they kind of wanted to say, take the ideas, and just make new stuff. Kind of go in kind of get away from the past get away from vader and all that because this thing is so upset this movie especially is so obsessed with vader like i own the dvd for it and vader is literally the picture of the dvd he's in this movie for two minutes yeah well you know he's a pretty important part coming up in the future so but i feel like it's george lucas kind of saying oh uh i know i know you guys like darth vader yeah, i was so- gonna say like who made george lucas the most money it was vader vader so. yeah you don't get rid of important characters like that. Well, obviously they couldn't get rid of him because it's a prequel, but what the whole feel of the movie is just like, all right, let's just get these movies over with. Let's show you Vader. Let's let's get this over with. Let's yeah. get some money. But I will say the stuff in between kind of that trip to Vader is fun, and I think it peaks with Grievous, even though I don't think it's all that good, but when Obi-Wan drops down... With the, and, with the lizard thing? No, yeah, but the when he drops, he drops down, bef- drops down behind General Grievous for no reason. Just goes, "Hello there." <laughs> it is, it brings a smile into my face every time I watch it. And I this- feel like I feel like this movie really uh, showed how weak and insignificant the Jedi really were, considering all of them were pretty much taken out. Like Order sixty six, we, we really yeah. didn't see. You know, we talked about earlier how Yoda went 0 and 1. We saw a lot of other Jedi's go 0 and 1. Like, who did we see win battles? Other Barely. Obi Wan and like Anakin. Barely any. And Anakin turned evil. So. You saw Mace Windu maybe during. You, yeah, I mean, we saw Mace Windu get flung out of windows. To so. be fair, in Attack of the Clones, you have that big battle of uh, Genosha with all the Jedi's kind of at the top of their game. They're yeah, but you everyone. still see a couple of Jedi, you know, yeah, yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. But it it's kind of you kind of get that satisfaction uh, with the Jedi at the top of their game. We've never seen this before, and then immediately in the next movie, it's like, oh my goodness, they're just handing the empire to him. Yeah, Palpatine. like like on paper, the Jedi you know are supposed to be strong, and then when we see them actually perform, they just they look average. Yeah, there's nothing like getting shot in the back by your clone. So, <laughs> well, they should have been able to sense it. They are masters of the Force. Did those people look like masters of anything to you? Masters of dying. <laughs> I will say, after after the whole Grievous thing, there are two parts that I care about. One, I mean, I really like the scene uh, with uh, Palpatine and Anakin at the opera. The whole Darth Plagueis the Wise. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I do. Yeah, it's like him him talking about uh, the tragedy of Darth Plagueis. Oh, yeah. And yeah. about how... It's like the whole ironic. He yes. uh, had all the power but couldn't save everyone. And it's, can I learn this power not from a Jedi? And it, that oh, felt... Maybe, maybe hinting at something there. That hmm. felt a little bit... It didn't really feel learned to me, really. But it's just really good to watch. And like I said, Palpatine's amazing in this movie. It's yeah. great foreshadowing. It's, yeah. It is. But the fact is that uh, even with the dark side, Anakin couldn't save everybody. So Yeah. And really, if you look at it, this movie could have been 30 minutes. Like, you have the beginning with Dooku, uh, Anakin killing Dooku, and then you have um, Mustafar. I mean, that's really the movie. Yeah, there's everything else is just filler for time. Everything is complete. Everything is like, you cut back to Padme, 
because you need her at the climax of the movie when he killed the younglings. It's yeah, that was that was not a necessary point to make make it clear that you know Anakin murdered a whole bunch of children. And like, even though I, I'm gonna praise the Battle of Mustafar because it's kind of uh it's kind of satisfying for me, but like before it, you have like I want to compare it to the Darth Maul fight. So if you take the Darth Maul fight, there is one word said in that entire fight, and it's Obi-Wan yelling no when Qui-Gon gets killed. But before the Battle of Mustafar, it's literally just, like, Anakin going, I have brought peace to my empire. Your empire. And it's just, like, needlessly talking. Padme, like, you're breaking my heart. And, um, and then they fight, and then it's kind of... That's satisfying, even though I like the, the way... The Phantom Menace one was uh, shot more than the Revenge of the Sith. Well, you couldn't remake the same fight. You had to kind of create something new. So lava planets, you know, people like well, lava. I'm fine with that. But, like, the whole, like, they if you watch it, it's just backflips and they're doing the same thing. The, one, the Darth Maul fight felt more o- organic to me. Like, I got tired of the Mustafar one because they just kept doing the same thing, kept doing backflips throughout the entire uh, building. and. Yeah, that's kind of my big problem with it. And there's some really funny lines in it with like... Uh, I, I have the high ground. From my point of view, the Jedi are evil. <laughs> and then I, I, I have the high ground. Ama- it's bad, but it's amazing. And then, yeah, I just think it ends kind of, kind of satisfying. But I think um the lost potential with this one is by far the most out of any of the movies and i kind of hold it against that that might be another reason why i had the phantom menace over it i disagree i think the most lost potential was in attack of the clones with the whole clone army and then they decided only to show like one little sequence that's fair it is called attack of the clones yeah you see the clones for maybe five minutes yeah. yeah Like, I think, I really wish it was, like I said, I really wish it was just, like, a Clone Wars. And even though they did make a... The couple of minutes, seconds, whatever, that we saw with Yoda and Kashyyyk and that whole giant fight that was going on. Oh, so good. very cool. That's one of my favorite parts, The fact that they did not, you know, develop that a little bit better is a shame. Yeah. So, like I said earlier, if they were to... The whole Wookiee uprising. Yeah, you know, redo this whole thing and make it a little bit better i would not have a problem with it speaking of kashik i just want to go on a little thing like i said it's a right now it's a great time for star wars stuff we have the mandalorian releasing right now and jedi fallen order that has released for uh playstation and xbox it is so good and you go on kashik it's so it's so good i can't recommend it enough yeah i need a couple more paychecks before i can any of that stuff it's really but... good really good but yeah going back to revenge of the Sith, what would we say is the best part and what it's the worst part of the film um i'd say the best parts are just all of the fights overall i think they did a great job with the fights in there i really enjoyed them they were entertaining uh i love the opening scene fight and obi-wan and general Grievous's fight i thought that was a... what would you say is your least favorite part of this um film? I didn't like Anakin killing the children. I didn't feel like that was a necessary part to put in the movie. That's fair. And I, I, I can see why again, they put I don't, it in. I don't like how weak it made the Jedi look. They were supposed to be these almighty, yeah. strong soldiers, whatever, and then they all just got you know chopped down pretty easily. A couple put up a fight and whatnot, but... I will say that Execute Order 66 scene is somewhat powerful, how it, oh, ca- yeah, it no, goes it's across. A, like it's a good to- scene, but... You know, I just maybe maybe if we would have seen the Jedi in a little bit more action before that point, yeah, it would have made it okay. But or if we would have if they would have showed us how strong the clones were, so like it would have made sense that the clones were able to take out the Jedi. But we didn't get either of those things. So yeah, it's it's somewhat fine as it is. But like I'm saying, I keep repeating this, but wasted potential. If we cared about most of these Jedi's, if we cared about Kit Fisto outside of the Clone Wars, which didn't even premiere before uh 2005 when it came out, we would have cared more about the Jedi and them getting slaughtered in Order 66 would have been more heartbreaking. Yeah, exactly. Completely wasted opportunity. Could have been a tearjerker. 
It could have been. It could have been. And if they build up, like, honestly, watching the whole Obi-Wan Anakin uh, climax on Mustafar, I don't feel a thing. I just kind of laugh. Like, it just... It's, That's it's, because you're insensitive. The Revenge of the Sith, to me, is a testament to its wasted potential. If I cared more about Anakin and... O- I care about Obi-Wan. They did a good job with Obi-Wan. They did a good job with Palpatine. And besides besides that, I would say they kind of dropped the ball with everybody else. And I, Revenge of the Sith is where I feel the most, where I should be caring about these characters. I should be caring about what happens to Anakin, but I just don't. Well, that's because the first two did a poor job of, you know, building the relationship. I'd, I'd especially say the second one. Yeah, Because on paper, the Phantom Menace is probably the worst out of the three, but I think its execution's the best out of the three. And I think, and I think, Revenge of the Sith is by far the best on paper. Oh yeah, on paper, it's got a lot of, a lot of potential going. Like to me, it just feels like Attack of the Clones, but it's, but it, the story has a little bit, uh, more going on, mm-hmm. and it's just really disappointing to watch it now. I loved, I still love these movies. I, I loved them as a kid. They, they hold a special place in my heart when it comes to the Star Star Wars, but it's just disappointing to watch them now, kind of putting in kind of what we gotten since with the last Jedi and even the force awakens, I'd say. Yeah. They're, they're better than all three of these. Yeah. That's why, you know, if they were to redo them. I would be okay with it. And I think the value of the prequels, like look, the value of the prequels is not watching them. It's kind of looking at the impact of some of the new stuff that's coming out. Like you look at, um, I'm going to go back to Jedi fallen order that takes place right after episode three. And it's really impactful to know about episode three and to know well, about the yeah, prequels. Well, yeah, it's similar to how Rogue One was like takes us right up to episode four and like how did they get the Death Star plans and it kind of gives us a background on how. Yeah, definitely. Like what happens in there. And again, the Clone Wars is phenomenal. It justifies the existence of these movies entirely. Yeah, both versions. Yeah. I, I'm yeah. I'm gonna have to rewatch that uh, Clone Wars short series. So good. You might have trouble finding it, you know. It's on YouTube. Is it on YouTube? Never mind. Definitely going to watch that. Definitely. So, um, do you guys have anything else to say about uh, Revenge of the Sith? No. Nothing else to say about it. thought it was a pretty decent movie. All right. So, let's look at all three movies as a whole. What was your favorite character? Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan. Jar Jar. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Um, Probably Obi-Wan. Okay. I feel like we had the strongest. I would say with him. I would have to agree with Obi-Wan, but I'm going to say him and Palpatine. I think Palpatine they focused so much. They gave so much love and care to Palpatine's character throughout all three of these movies. He kind of sucked everybody else's personality because everybody was kind of, everybody like especially like Padmé and everybody in the political sphere was just kind of his pawns. Yeah. And it just I just I just don't understand how you know, someone can be that powerful and have that strong of like a force connection and them not... Metachlorians. I don't know what that is, but... You don't know what those are? That's the worst thing the Phantom Menace does. It's the, uh... So, the Phantom Menace introduced the idea of, like, people are force-sensitive because they have this stuff in their blood called metachlorians. And that's why they that they that's why they think uh, Anakin's the chosen one because he has a ridiculously high midichlorian count. That is it's, the, that is the dumbest thing I've ever it's heard. It's so it's dumb. Like, oh, I'm, I'm I have AB blood. Oh, I'm <laughs> I have O blood. Oh, I have midichlorians. Yeah, I'm very. You are midichlorian that is, positive. That yes. is dumb. It's that is very dumb. dumb. Wow, I like the Phantom Menace a lot less now. I <laughs> you know, I never really picked up on that. I defended the Phantom Menace, and I hate that. I hate yeah, that's, it. That's bad. Yeah. So, Obi-Wan and Palpatine, I think, are the ones that kind of stand out the most. Fair to agree? Okay. Uh, favorite setting, like your favorite planet, what would you guys say? Um, I thought Coruscant, the idea of it was very cool, how it was like the planet was just one giant city, but I don't know, I felt like maybe there could have been a little bit more to it. Yeah, it's kind of like... Uh, it's kind of like a worse version of Cloud City mm-hmm. for me. Yeah. And then I thought the idea of Kashyyyk was very cool. I wish we would have gotten a little bit more yeah. with the Wookiees since Chewbacca is one of the main characters like that Yeah, everyone knows and loves. So, Yeah, I'd definitely say Kashyyyk. 
is my favorite, but I have to give a shout out to um, Camino. I oh, really like Camino. Oh, Camino's cool, yeah. I liked Utapau, Kashyyyk, Camino. Utapau, General Grievous, baby. Very good. Uh, and to wrap things up, uh, favorite scene. Now, I think, I think looking at the prequels, they have really good scenes, but it's just the films as a whole, they fall flat. I would have to go that Darth Maul fight scene or the opera scene with Darth Plagueis. Either or. I'm, I'll, go, I'll go the Maul fight. I like the Maul fight. Yeah, Maul fight as well. Um, the pod race. Yippies! It's entertaining. And then I liked the, the fight with the droids with the Gungans. I thought that was, yeah, it was a good fight. Yeah. Problem I had with that was like during the Phantom Menace, you had like four things going on at once. You had Anakin up. Uh, yeah, Anakin taking up. Taking down and an Padme entire... in the palace and the Gungan, the Gungan fight in general. Yeah, it it a lot of problems with all three of these movies, but I think they really shine with the fight scenes, especially the Darth Maul fight. Yeah, it's pretty. It's basically perfect. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't have, like, the character stuff that Return of the Jedi has with Vader and Luke, but just watching it, like, I watched it before this recording, and it's so good. Just, it tells you a lot about Obi-Wan at that time, and, I mean, who doesn't love Darth Maul? Come on. And he's fighting Lee and Neeson. Yeah, that is true. I I really liked Qui-Gon's character, and I know it was kind of necessary for him to die, but it would have been nice to maybe see what he could have developed into yeah definitely well my again my least favorite part of this entire trilogy is anakin skywalker episode two as a whole Mm. jimmy do you have anything else to say about the prequels that was a lot of missed opportunities yeah to make some uh amazing movies yeah just gonna hit average except for revenge of the sith that was great Agree to disagree on that. I I mean, I think we can all agree The Clone Wars is the best prequel. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. So, do you guys have anything else to say? Anything Star Wars related? Anything other than Star um, Wars related? I don't know. Hopefully the Bengals pick up their first win this afternoon. <laughs> and there's a lot of big, not important, but like big Star Wars stuff coming on soon. So yeah. Clone Wars in February. Yeah. Mandalorian out now. Movie out in December. Yeah. Yes, yeah, exciting time. Yeah. For those for those who have Disney Plus, I would highly recommend The Mandalorian. It's been pretty solid its first two episodes. Not going to spoil it. There's some pretty big stuff in it. So, yeah. Right, no parting yeah. words? No. Okay. Thanks, thanks for having us. Um, thanks for having me. Thanks for listening. Uh this we're going to be uh concluding our Star Wars retrospective with two episodes in a uh, December uh, with one preceding uh, The Rise of Skywalker. So we hope to see you there. And yeah, thanks for listening.